More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Wednesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, as we head towards the July 4th holiday. I know many of you are out there on the road getting ready for what will hopefully be a fantastic uh, weekend and holiday. We hope all of you are having a spectacular time, and we certainly thank you all over this country for spending your time with us. We've got a lot of stories to address uh, Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, our buddy, will be on at 1.30 Eastern. He's the only guest, I believe, that will be with us today. So you can put that uh, on the horizon here about halfway through the show. Uh, but we've got a lot of stories to hit with you. Uh, Budweiser CEO finally speaks out on CBS about the fact that their brand, Bud Light, is now collapsed. And it did not go well. We will play you some of that audio. Daniel Penny uh, in a courtroom as he gets ready for uh, illegitimate charges, in our opinion, that are being brought against him. Uh, what does that say about not only that case, but also the rise of vigilante justice in general that is occurring amidst a crime wave all over the country? And also, we will dive into the ongoing collapse and corruption of the Biden family throughout the course of this program. And in fact, That is where we are beginning. There is another WhatsApp message that has been released from Hunter Biden where, and I'm paraphrasing, he tells a major Chinese uh, Communist Party official that essentially if he gets $10 million, nobody is better at doing exactly what China wants than the Biden family. Goodness. I just want all of you, big picture-wise, to contemplate where we are right now. Joe Biden's Department of Justice is attempting to put his chief political rival, Donald Trump, in prison for the rest of his life for what is effectively a dispute over where paper should be kept. That is, at essence, what Donald Trump is facing the rest of his life in prison for, a dispute over where paper should be kept. Meantime, Hunter Biden, 
as a part of the Biden crime family, has solicited tens of millions of dollars in payments from America's chief foreign adversaries, pledging the Biden family's commitment to those uh, foreign adversaries in exchange for money, using his father's name, using his father's presence as evidence of why China and other foreign entities should be paying him tens of millions of dollars. He has not paid tax on that money, which is illegitimately received. And he will be, as a result, protected by, right now, the Department of Justice. And there will be no consequences whatsoever for his behavior. This is not only an unprecedented attack upon Donald Trump and the the entire political process in this country. It's also the most extensive protection racket that we have ever seen a definition of a two-tiered system of justice that is right now at the very core of the Biden crime family and their power. Surprisingly, the media has begun to uh, wake up to all of this misbehavior, to this criminality, and they're actually asking questions. Here earlier today, Biden asked if he was involved in the shakedown with Hunter Biden. Play cut four. How involved were you in your son's Chinese shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Were you involved? Were you? No. Okay. Okay. So Biden says no, Buck. Uh, yeah. Do you believe him? I do not. I don't think anyone does. I don't even think Biden voters do at this point. Um, they're just locked into this mentality of anything to defeat Trump is acceptable, and so nothing else really matters to them. Um, the the other you know the the other part of the of the WhatsApp message. I am tired of this. This is Hunter Biden uh, allegedly. I am tired of this, Kevin. I can make five million dollars in salary at any law firm in America. If you think this is about money, it's not. What law firm is going to pay Hunter Biden five million dollars? Unless the whole game here is that he's going to be selling access to debt. I mean, this is this is like the definition of corruption in politics. It doesn't really get much more odious than this. It's a little bit like handing a bag of money under the table to the local politician to give you the contract to, you know, build the highway turnoff or something at three times the cost that it should be. You got you. You look like you're fired no, up. Yeah, about this. I, I want you to read that quote again, too, because I agree with you. But the quote that you read, read that again, because I want to react to that. Yeah. What, what, I, what I am. T- the president someone on to say this is from Straight Arrow yeah. News. I am tired of this, Kevin. I can make five million dollars in salary at any law in America. If you think this is about money, it's not. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from the partnership. Okay, so yes, all of that is the very essence of selling access. It is corruption. It should not occur. The Bidens should be uh, criminally prosecuted, in my opinion, and Joe Biden should be impeached. But, Buck, you know one of my number one rules? Whenever someone says it's not about the money, it's almost always about the money. So. What else would it be about? What what else could Hunter Biden even claim in that uh, in that message that you read that this is about? What as a matter of principle, he wants to sell out the country on behalf of Chinese interests. That's even worse than doing it for money, I think, because then it's like you're pledging allegiance to China. It's clearly about the money, and the idea that Hunter Biden is arguing, oh, I could get five million from any law firm in America. 
This is, uh, uh, again, corruption at its absolute core. And, but this is really also showing everybody right now, as we talk to you, Clay, uh, or as we talk to you, everybody, and, and Clay and I sit here, um, on Fox, they were just running the IRS whistleblower. What do, you, what do you think they're running over on CNN on the screen? Trump on audio tape. It was bravado. Now they're, they're going back to the audio from a couple of days yeah. ago. And, and what you're going to see is people on the right are looking at this whole Hunter Biden thing, and they're saying everything, the worst stuff that we thought the Bidens were doing is not only true, it is now provable. Yes. And all Democrats are just going to be stuck in this silo of Donald Trump didn't return the documents and he committed obstruction and they're they're going to block out whatever the Bidens have done because the Bidens it's it's in, this is just indefensible. There's no there's no politically saleable way to tell people my son was sitting next to me demanding millions of It's so important too we understand demanding millions of dollars from chinese communist party cutouts yeah this isn't if it were demanding as we've said seven million dollars from you know portugal or ten million dollars from uh you know south Costa korea Rica, or something a place that's unlikely to be in a feud uh, yeah a place United that's States not war it would be gross it would be unseemly but this goes to a whole other level of this is our primary global adversary. Yes. You know, our Pentagon, make no mistake about it, is prepared for the possibility of a hot war with China over Taiwan. I mean, there are plans in place for this, and it would get ugly and destructive very fast. So the notion that this is where, I mean, work backwards from this a little bit. Why is it worth some Chinese businessman's time and $10 million to be talking to Hunter Biden about anything yep. because it's steering U.S. policy and the U.S. foreign policy community via Joe Biden's Rolodex. It's not even just because they're going to say he wasn't even in office during this. Yeah, but if Joe Biden gets on the phone with the head of a Senate foreign relations committee, if he gets on the phone with people who are in charge of U.S. policy abroad or, or, or involved in making these kinds of uh, determinations for the U.S. when it comes to China, that can have an enormous impact. And everyone knows that. Clay, FARA, the Foreign Agent Registration Act, wasn't used for a long time as a criminal law, even though it's on the books. It was used against Trump officials. But it's it's fascinating because what Biden and his son have done here is a one-case justification for why FARA should exist. Because if you're an American citizen, I don't even care that you're not in office, and you are taking $10 million from China, an adversary, on the premise that you're going to make America do things that China wants, that needs to be public record. And we also need to look at, is that just you know, flatly illegal in and of itself? Imagine in the 1980s, Buck, when we were in the Cold War, if one of Ronald Reagan's children had been taking money from Russia and saying, whatever you need from Russia, my dad, the Reagan family, will make it happen. Just just think about it. Just think about what the reaction would have been if this were Donald Trump Jr. and these were text messages that he had sent, WhatsApp messages that he had sent to Russia saying this. And Buck, there's a huge additional element to this story. The New York Times, do you see this? The New York Times came out 
and said, hey, we've independently confirmed that the allegations made by this whistleblower, Shapley, the IRS investigator, we've independently confirmed that he is correct that there were not allowed to be charges brought in California over Hunter Biden. So we have got, I mean, a mushroom cloud of insanity. The New York Times independently, not from the IRS whistleblower. Two things on this. One is... Everybody should keep in mind that none of this is surprising. Like, why have we been sitting here talking about the fix is in for you know the last 18 months or so? Why? Because we understand that the system was trying to protect Hunter Biden. Now it's just a function of we can prove it. Right now it's yeah. that the, the, the data is there. But this is the narrative that we have been telling you about all along. The same way that those of us who spent years telling you Russia collusion was a total fabrication were proven right when all of the facts came out. The Biden family selling access to China and undermining the United States' interest in the process, which is really a grave ethical as well as legal crime. Um, That's all coming forward now with facts to support the narrative that we've known was there all along because of the early indicators. But here's the challenge or the, the issue that I see coming up, Clay. It's not... It's not summer of 2024. It's a long way out. And they're getting all this stuff out now. And if you look at the way the Hunter Biden, all this information and the the plea bargain and everything that's gone down, I think they're trying to get this done early enough, buried enough legally and politically that by next summer, they just memory they're memory holding the whole thing and hoping that they can move on just like they moved on from getting everything wrong on covid this is my concern is yeah there's this avalanche right no one can vote now no one can vote this fall it's not going to change it's not going to move the needle we've got almost a year and a half to go and they're going to just work through all this it'll be out there you, you know what i mean yeah, i, I no, think I there's it. a purge of this going on that's why the new york times is covering it and they also know that if they get this stuff legally finished up, it makes it harder. I mean, because right now, any Republican should be running saying, I will appoint a special counsel to look into Biden corruption. Every single one of them should say that. In fact, I think we have some candidates coming on later this week. We should ask them, will you appoint a special counsel to look at the Bidens and arrest people and prosecute them? This is also, Buck, why the judge on July 26th in California, and I'm going to keep hammering this almost every day until that hearing, has to reject the plea agreement. Because I think you're right. I think they're trying to just sweep this under the rug and have it disappear and say the justice system has handled this. Hunter Biden is paying his price. She, the Delaware judge who will be hearing this case on July 26th, legally, I think is bound, based on all this evidence, to not accept the plea agreement. If she does that, if she does what she should do under the law, then this story is not going away. I agree with you. But, Clay... Do you think she's going to not accept the plea agreement? I'm going to talk about the fact that she needs to do it every day and use my platform as loudly as I can on this show to continue the drumbeat of her needing to apply the law and refuse to accept this plea agreement. I I agree. I just I, I just, have faith in the justice system, Buck. Your faith is inspiring. She's probably going to accept the plea agreement but maybe not so we'll every day between now and july 26th i'm hammering we're we're going to keep the pressure on look the last week of june is very often when we hear from the supreme court with a variety of decisions last year at this time we were celebrating their ruling to return the lawmaking decisions over abortion to individual states 
Since then, some studies show a decrease in abortions down from more than 60,000 of the past year. That pales by comparison to the 64 million babies whose lives were taken by abortion over the last 50 years. But it's a start, and every life counts. Every day, the nonprofit organization known as Preborn's Network of Clinics rescues 200 babies' lives, offering love, support, and compassion to mothers. And they offer an ultrasound experience, too, which allows those mothers to meet their unborn child. That all happens. It's only possible because of your donations. So would you consider donating $64 to honor the precious lives lost and to keep the precious lives of those at risk safe? You can do so via phone. Just dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Say baby. Or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. 100% of your tax-deductible donation will go towards saving babies and mothers. Sponsored by Preborn. Keeping it real. Keeping it honest. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back. You know, we're talking a lot here about the uh, the meltdown in Bidenville, which is going on as we speak. And, and it's bad. I mean, it's it's stuff that's not easy for Democrats to dismiss. They're largely going to ignore. There's going to be a little bit of 
the slow roll and sanitize piece by piece process, sanitize it politically. Like, oh, yeah, we covered that. Um, but you have to remember in the background of all this, too, you have a president in Joe Biden who there are a lot of questions about him entirely separate from the, you know, selling out his country thing to China. And here is just another moment in Bidenism. Play 11. If you it's hard to tell, but he's, he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. And he has uh, become a bit of a pariah around the world. Uh, and it's not just NATO. It's not just the European Union. It's Japan. It's- All right, let's, just so we are clear, he's talking here by the uh, helicopter at the White House about Vladimir Putin. Can we just play this one more time, Mike? Here, he's talking about Vladimir Putin. Notice if you catch anything weird about this. It's hard to tell, but he's, he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. And he has uh, become a bit of a cry around the world. Uh, and it's not just All right, NATO. so we, we get the... Uh, Clay, um, I guess he's right. Putin is losing the war in Iraq because I don't think he's fighting it. This is the second time he said this. So for people out there who say, oh, well, it's just a slip of the tongue, right? Every time he falls, people say, oh, tell me if you haven't fallen before. Okay, this is the second time. He also said it last night uh, at a fundraiser, according to a reporter from Bloomberg. And um, I shared her uh, her tweet. Let me read that for you right here just so I get it right. Uh, both last night at a fundraiser, this is Nancy Cook from Bloomberg, and then again this morning at the White House, President Biden referred to Ukraine as Iraq and said, he also said, my new best friend, the Prime Minister of China, before correcting himself to say the Prime Minister of India. Let me just ask you this question as we go to break, and we'll discuss it a little bit when we come back. If Joe Biden was your grandfather, would you be comfortable with him driving a car? Would you be comfortable if you were the son or grandson or granddaughter or grandson uh, or daughter? He, he shouldn't of Joe even Biden. have a license, Clay. Yeah. Would you let him drive a car? Just think about that. Some things are just worth overpaying for. Uh, I'm sorry, not worth overpaying for. That makes no sense at all. One of those is your cell phone service. You want the best price you should possibly you can possibly get when you switch to Pure Talk. You will get the same quality of cell phone service, but at a fraction of the price. That's because Pure Talk doesn't have expensive overhead like retail leases and stadium sponsorships. It's just about getting you the best price for great cell service. So they've got amazing coverage. They use the most dependable 5G network in the country. Same network as one of the more recognizable names in the cell phone business. You get that access for just $20 a month with unlimited talk, text, and ultra-fast 5G data. 20 bucks is a great deal. Pure Talk's amazing U.S. customer service team will make switching so easy. Using your cell phone, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck for unlimited talk and text with plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Easy to remember, just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Okay, this is going to be fascinating to watch. An experiment for all of you out there. The Biden crime family revelations have become, Buck, so extensive that it is impossible for the mainstream media, and that's a broad-based category, let's just call them the left-wing media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, MSNBC, uh, CNN, CBS, NBC, ABC, to actually be covering what's going on. And how they cover this is going to be fascinating. We just mentioned... 
The New York Times confirmed that Merrick Garland and or the Department of Justice in some way stopped Weiss, the U.S. attorney investigating Hunter Biden, from bringing charges in California. Stopped him. They buried it in the 21st paragraph of a story. That should have been the headline. Headline. Uh, the, The Department of Justice forbids charges being filed against Hunter Biden in California. And by the way, if you're out there and you're saying, okay, why would the charges have been brought there? Based on the investigation, the allegations are that Weiss determined that the charges needed to be brought where the crimes were committed, either in California and or in Washington, D.C., because that was primarily where Hunter Biden was living when he engaged in this IRS uh, behavior, failing to file his taxes. So that New York Times significantly has now confirmed independently that the allegations from the IRS whistleblower Shapley are correct. They buried it in the 21st paragraph. Last night, Buck, CBS News, I saw this and I thought to myself, okay, this is interesting. Credit to CBS News. I bet the audience watching the CBS News nightly uh, newscast was stunned when they suddenly saw this story. But do you agree with me that it's meant to take the sting out of it early enough that then they can go forward and by next summer, you know what they're going to do? Oh, we've already. Oh, that's all old. We've talked about that. It's assuming I'm right, and and Biden is still going to be the nominee and all that stuff. That they get this out now, absent any major change in the legal situation, I can already tell you what the talking points will be. Oh, we knew what they were going to be already up to this point, right? It's just because Joe loves his son. There was no crime. He's facing. Oh, I'm sorry. They're actually still going with the. It's harder. They're being harder on him. Can we can we play this so everybody could actually hear this? That they're being so rough on Hunter Biden. He didn't actually get better. It's a clip six here. He didn't get better treatment. Play it. I don't think it was a sweetheart deal. There's no indication that he's getting a sweetheart deal. So is this a sweetheart deal? No, it's not. So it does not appear that this is a sweetheart deal. A lot of noise to distract from Trump. There's been nothing he's been found to be illegal with those poor decisions. They can't name one crime that was committed. He committed no crime with the gun. If this wasn't Hunter Biden, it is likely he wouldn't have been prosecuted at all. Feds wouldn't have brought this charge against somebody whose last name was not Biden. His name was Hunter Smith. He probably would not have been charged. If Hunter Biden's last name was Bidino, I don't know that he gets charges at all. He was treated differently, but he was treated differently to his detriment. It's possible that if there's a double standard, it's actually a standard against him. This this is Soviet-style anti-truth. It is the opposite of, you know, this is when you have, like, a grain harvest where everyone's, you know, unable to feed themselves, and they're saying, this is the greatest grain harvest in history. People are getting so fat from all the grain they're eating. They're going in the direct opposite direction of the truth. I would love to know how many people run up a tax bill of over $2 million that they don't pay at all. Because, Buck, you know, and everybody out there knows. That they hide. He was actively hiding it. Of course. And the percentage of people who make millions of dollars a year is what, Buck? 0.001%? I mean, like, you have to be, in order to owe millions of dollars in taxes, you have to be, I think, Certainly in the 99.9 percentile of earners, right, in order to own uh, owe millions of dollars. 
I think it's even beyond 99.9%. It is such a a tiny pinprick of people that ever make the kind of money that Hunter Biden made. So this idea that they wouldn't prosecute someone for failing to pay millions of dollars in taxes is laughably absurd, regardless of what his last name was. Uh, But this notion that he didn't get a a sweetheart deal, um, anybody else that had this, it's not even just the downgrading of the charges. I mean, he got a diversion program on the gun charge because there's no way to do that that's not a felony that wouldn't cause problems. There's no downgraded version of it. You lied on a federal gun form. That's a felony, right? You can't. There's not misdemeanor lying on the federal gun form. So they created this diversion program based on the fact that he was a former drug user. That's that's what a lot of these diversion programs are all about. They made the, They made this thing go away. And also, we have to keep reminding everybody, the speed... People, we were asking this question, why does it take so long? This is five easy. years. This five is easy years. stuff, right? Five years to figure out that there were millions of dollars that went into LLC dummy accounts, not even operating a real business. This was just like the bag man thing that he was doing to gather the cash under the table. And they waited five years. Why are they doing this? Because they've waited to the point where the statute of limitations will have expired. We got to look at there's a real possibility that even if you even if you appointed a special counsel, with a Trump administration, let's say, you may not be able to get justice here because they've run the statute on so many of these charges. Then you're only looking at, well, can we get them on something that's actually elevated where the statute would be 10 years? I think that I think that you can scrap the statute of limitations. Remember, that's what they're trying to do to, to Donald Trump to charge him with a felony in New York. The statute of limitations actually ran on Alvin Bragg's thing. And what they said was. Well, because he wasn't present in the jurisdiction, we're not counting some of that time, which is, a, I think, a, a, a questionable legal move there. But, Buck, you asked a good question. How are they going to cover this? What are they trying to do? I want to play the CBS clip. My theory here, and I'm curious if you would believe it, is that the Hunter Biden revelations are becoming so embarrassing that the media has been shamed into having to care, cover them because the onslaught of evidence is so overwhelming mm. in my mind at this point that they are aware of how play awful it, it Let, Let's play it so we can it's hear it. Yep. Listen to CBS. If this was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses. Prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. How much did Hunter Biden owe in taxes? So from 2014 to 2019, it was $2.2 million. I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what the Attorney General or the U.S. Attorney are saying today. There were certain investigative steps we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. And you wanted to take them. We needed to take them, and you weren't allowed to take them. That's correct. That's pretty strong by CBS. Now, Buck, you even, like, when I watched this clip, I, I tried to think of myself, if I were someone who didn't listen to Clay and Buck, if I wasn't aware of the Biden crime family, there are millions of people who watch CBS News. I bet there were some jaws that dropped when they saw this story because they had no idea that it even existed. A couple things I would I would add to this. Journalists, there's no shaming them. They view this as whatever they have to do. They are the PR team for the Democrat Party at CBS. So that's why, at some level, they have to maintain... This is the game that CNN has played for many years until it completely collapsed into uh, into... No one believed it, but they would occasionally have to do journalism 
because the pressure was so obvious and so great that they weren't covering something. So then they could go back to doing the propaganda, right? So so you got to mix it in. All propagandists do this. The Soviets did this. There's got to be truth mixed in with the lies. So they're covering this. They're covering it at a point where I think they believe there won't be that much that's politically damaging from it. And Clay, there's an ultimate fail-safe that they're... Well, there's two fail-safes that they have in place. One is... Biden controls the DOJ. so And these are all federal charges. There's no state charges that anybody's talking about here that anyone would be willing to bring anyway. So, you know, on a, on a, I don't think that there's any realistic chance that you're going to have Biden's DOJ prosecute Joe Biden, which brings me to the other part of this, which is, Clay, uh, they'll just, if need be, they'll just cut Hunter, Hunter Biden loose from the aura of protection and say he's a drug addict, it's not the president's fault, and let's just let Joe Biden get on with, you know, build back better and all this other stuff. I just I if we're, if we're thinking this is taking down the Biden regime, I'm here to warn everybody. This is not going to take down the Biden regime. You're going to have to beat them at the ballot box. I think it may take him down, Buck. I know but you do. Thing, and I, I hope you're thing, right. But I'm telling one you one thing that I do think is interesting that we might agree on. You'll know that it's starting to have some substantial impact if they start to cut Hunter and I think they could throw Merrick Garland to the Sharks. I think that they could try to wall off Joe Biden from Merrick Garland and say Joe Biden was completely not involved because Merrick Garland has got some serious criminal liability. If David Weisbuck came out and said, yeah, I didn't actually have the authority, then Merrick Garland committed perjury. And Merrick Garland would definitely get impeached but he might actually face criminal charges. Anyway, just just think uh, about it, whether they could wall off Merrick Garland and Hunter Biden. Your faith and, in the system is heartwarming. I will say that. it does. I think, does. I think what's going to happen, Buck, is I still say Joe Biden's going to announce that he's not running. He's going to say that it's time for a new generation, and he's going to do that, I think, at some point this fall. That's my prediction. We'll see. Because I don't think they want Kamala to have to be the nominee. Okay. Also, Buck, I, 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 I want Joe, to... Joe Biden runs, and if he if if he were to win, he steps down within the first year of term two and hands it to Kamala. And the Democrats oh. feel like they've swindled the American people in a way that is just for the ages. I want to ask you this question from your CIA background. I haven't heard anybody asking it, and we'll talk about it when we come back. The FBI knew that the Hunter Biden laptop was real. They knew almost immediately yeah. that it was real. When all of these national security agents are coming out and Joe Biden is arguing, hey, this is made up, this is Russian disinformation, why wouldn't the FBI say, actually, the laptop is real? Because they've injected themselves before. I want to ask you sure. just kind of your thoughts on that, because that's something that really troubles me uh, as an American, that the FBI would know the truth and say nothing. We're all feeling the effects of inflation. Just a trip to the grocery store can underscore that. Everything's more expensive, no matter where you go. Most of us pay our bills with a credit card. Consumer debt rose over a trillion dollars in the last year, the biggest increase in 20 years. If you're a homeowner right now, there's a way out. Call our friends at American Financing. They'll put together a plan to pay off that high-interest credit card debt and create meaningful savings for you every month. They're saving people up to $1,000 a month and closing in as fast as 10 days. Don't wait. Get yourself into a better position. Call their salary-based mortgage consultants today and see how much you can save. 25 years of experience, 7,000 glowing Google reviews. It'll speak volumes about their ability to save homeowners money. 
Cost you nothing to get started, and if you start today, you could delay two mortgage payments, giving you greater savings up front. Call American Financing today, 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. You can visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, You don't know what you don't know, right? But you could on the Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Clay, you had a question that you wanted me to answer Putting on my former spy guy hat for a second here. What do you got for me? Yeah, so, Buck, one of the things that troubles me the most about all the Hunter Biden revelations, we can talk about how the media covers it. We can talk about all the the nuts and bolts of the particulars of these cases. But remember, the FBI got the Hunter Biden laptop in December of 2019 from John Paul McIsaac after he dropped it off at that Delaware repair shop. They knew, according to all the reports now, within a couple of weeks, that this was 100% an authenticated Hunter Biden laptop. They had done all the due diligence. They had synced it with his Apple uh, accounts. They knew all of it was real. It wasn't until October of 2020 
that the New York Post broke the story about all the details on the Hunter Biden laptop. And you will recall then, Biden denied that it was his son's. And more uh, alarmingly, I would say, 51 different national security agents wrote that letter, came out, and said, this has all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. Big tech censored the story, all of these things. Our tax dollars fund the FBI. Yours, mine, everybody out there listening. Why didn't the FBI say, yeah, the laptop's real? Oh, there are so many reasons. We can start with this one. In this case, because it was a Democrat who was going to be harmed by it, the top echelon of the FBI would have said, we don't get involved in politics. Now, I know anyone, if you're eating lunch like I was just a second ago, uh, you might choke on that one. You know, that that be careful yeah. as you hear that. But the FBI would claim, I am sure, oh, we couldn't get involved in the politics in 2020. Those were private citizens who wrote that 51 former intelligence officers hallmarks of disinformation letter. Beyond that, of some of those names, and I've worked for some of those names, those are the people that they would have assumed would be running the think tanks and maybe running some of the agencies in a second Biden term. So, Or rather, sorry, a first Biden term. So the assumption would be the names that were at the top of that list of the 51, if you're working at the FBI, that may be your boss. So they were not going to go against them. It's a very, it's very clubby. All the former CIA directors, all the former FBI directors, they know each other. They go to the, you know, the Aspen conference or whatever. They, they go to these places. They work at the same think tanks. They get the same sinecures. So that's why. Now, the, the part of this that I think is upsetting to people is, oh, okay. So when they could have weighed in and told the American people a matter of importance, on a matter of importance, what's true for election? They decided right, to make your decision. Yeah, they decided we're not political, and that's just that's the game that they play. After what we saw in 2016, when they were so political on behalf of Hillary. So this is why I could never work in government, right? Like I, I would. Just, I know it's funny. Yeah. I, you have more faith in the government because you've never worked in the government. Like <laughs> I can sit here and tell you what it's like in the flabby folds of bureaucracy. It's that gross. may well be true, actually, because uh, I've always been in private industry. Let me ask you this. How many people at the FBI do you think knew in October of 2020 when this New York Post story breaks that the Hunter Biden laptop was 100% real? Not very many. How close do you think they kept that information? Not very. It would have been it would have been a small group um, that would have had access to that. Only people working on that case. Some, I'm sure, you know, coffee room gossip would have gotten out about it. But, you know, your, your field agent working in Oklahoma City isn't going to be like, oh, yeah, I got that memo about the Hunter Biden laptop. But the top echelon, because that's a super sensitive political issue, they yeah. all knew. They all knew, which means that FBI director under Trump knew, didn't do anything. I just, that, that's the part of this. It's one thing to be upset at the media. They're private industry. They're trying to make whatever money they can. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them because I've worked in media for a long time and I know how dishonest media in general are. But the fact that there were, let's say, 7, 8, 10, whatever the number is, people at the FBI, Buck, who 100% knew that laptop was real and allowed that 51 National Security Advisor letter to go out and didn't say a damn word about it has me infuriated still. Clay's getting a little government bureaucracy red pill going on here. I like it. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 